My guest today is Dr. Walden Rines. Welcome back to the podcast, Wally. Glad to be back, Dan. Today, we're talking about the electronic design market data collecting report that was just released. Um, SEMI and the Electronic System Design Alliance collect data from almost all of the electronic design automation companies in the world and compile it by product category and region of the world where the sales occurred. It's the most reliable data for the EDA industry and provides insight into what design tools and IP are in the highest demand around the world. Uh, so, Wally, what do you see? Uh, what are the results? Let me try that again. So, Wally, what do the results say for the fourth quarter of 2022? Well, Dan, it's another very good report for the EDA industry. Worldwide revenue for the industry grew 11.3% in the fourth quarter of 2022 compared to the same quarter one year ago. This is uh, pretty close to the moving average growth of the last four quarters, which is 12.6%, and it's above the last report of Q3 2022 when the growth was 8.9%. Interesting. Which regions of the world were the strongest in terms of their purchases of EDA software? Well, of the major regions, the PAC-RIM led the way this quarter with 17.9% growth. China, which is part of the PAC-RIM, grew at a higher rate than PAC-RIM at 28.2%. North America and Japan came in at an 87 and 8.6% growth rate, respectively, and Europe was 4.6%. Well, as we've seen most of the time during the last few years, the PAC-RIM and North America lead the way in purchases of EDA software. The reported growth rates reflect only one quarter. If we look at the four-quarter moving averages, PAC-RIM also leads the way. It's at 17.1%, while the U.S. four-quarter moving average is 13.6%. Europe is 3.6% and Japan 1.7%. Overall, Double-digit growth for the EDA industry reflects very strong demand and means that there is a lot of design activity going on. Yeah, I agree with that. I think design starts are, are doing quite well. But, you know, after a really weak Q2 2022, uh, the numbers for China look really strong this quarter and last quarter. Um, what's going on here? Well, what's really remarkable this quarter is a 62.8% growth of EDA software sold in China. Uh, that was offset by negative growth in silicon IP of minus 14.2%. So it is a reversal from earlier quarters. It just appears that China is back in the game of design despite COVID and other disruptions. Yeah, and, and that doesn't include the numbers from the Chinese EDA companies, correct? That's correct. They, uh, ESDA, uh, with its data, uh, they collect uh, the data from volunteers, and the Chinese companies uh, have not thus far started reporting data to ESDA. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I work with a handful, maybe six or eight Chinese EDA companies on SemiWiki, and so I have a little bit of insight, but I have no idea what their numbers are. But boy, they're quite active. Um, but what about product well, categories? Well, oh. Dan, uh, well, why don't you encourage them to submit their data? Because the uh, <laughs> we really have a strong interest in getting uh, uh, the most accurate report we can in the, uh, the EDMD uh, market data report. 
Well, they're all going to be at DAC, so we can talk to them there. That's for sure. Okay. Good. Um, so next question I have for you, Wally, is what about product categories? Uh, which types of design software are showing the strongest growth? Okay. Well, all the major tool categories showed positive growth, but the highest was uh, computer automated engineering at 16.9%. Now, computer automated engineering, or CAE, uh, is really front-end design, tools like simulation and synthesis. IC layout and silicon intellectual property were both very strong at 11.8% and 9.3% respectively. Uh, PCB, printed circuit board, and multi-chip module design software was not as strong at a 1.7% growth, but that category is coming off some exceptionally high growth rates in recent quarters and a four-quarter moving average of about 10% growth this year. Design services grew at 7.1%, pulled down by exceptionally weak results in the pack rim of minus 26.2%. Oh. That's a big drop in design services in the in the pack rim. Yes, uh, one could speculate that it's the impact of trade restrictions that have reduced the ability of U.S. citizens to aid Chinese customers in leading edge design. But we really don't know that. Uh, it is indeed speculation. Even so, a big drop in services revenue for EDA in the pack rim. Yeah, yeah. So. Is it unusual that every product category and every major geography would have positive growth in a quarter? Well, yes, it actually is. Uh, although the printed circuit board and uh, multi-chip module tools and European sales were only modestly positive, all the other categories and geographies were really very strong. This is happening despite general weakness in the reported earnings of semiconductor companies. So it seems to show, once again, the EDA holds up well despite volatility in the underlying semiconductor business. Yeah, no, I certainly agree. What about the silicon IP category? IP is a huge topic on SemiWiki. We see an enormous amount of traffic. And the number you have is 9.3%. That, that sounds like a light number for this category. It is. Uh, it's lower than usual, pulled down in this case, by the results for IP supplied by traditional EDA companies. Now, silicon IP companies that public rep publicly report their sales, like ARM, for example, uh, show growth of 34.2%, but traditional EDA company IP revenue grew a negative 15.4%. Caution though, this is just one quarter. This is not the moving average. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens, but uh, it just seems like a low number. Um, and it, it's, it's, um, hmm, we're going to have to edit that out anyway. So Wally, what about EDA employment data? Uh, yeah, that was also remarkable. The employment in the EDA industry grew 10.3% versus the same quarter one year ago. That's nearly the same rate of growth in employment as the growth in revenue. So it shows there's lots of optimism for the future. Interesting. So do you have any other conclusions, Wally? Well, just that this uh, ESD Alliance data seems to show that at least through the fourth quarter of last year, the EDA industry remains healthy and is growing in low double digits. That's 
still very encouraging. It's still an exciting time to be an ADA. I mean, the growth we've seen over the last few years has just been remarkable. Um, so what about the Design Automation Conference coming up, Wally? Um, will you be there? I will be. I'm giving uh, the uh, opening keynote on the third day. Uh, so I'll be talking about the next generation of artificial intelligence-related uh, capabilities and products. Interesting. Are you on any panels? I am. Uh, <laughs> Brian Fuller is doing a panel at the DAC Pavilion, and he will be interviewing uh, me along with Joe Costello. So it'll be a fabulous duo, I hope. Oh, that's the one to see right there. <laughs> you and Joe. <laughs> oh, that's great. Hey, well, I look forward to seeing you there, Wally. Well, that's great. I'll I'll look forward to it as well. And thanks again for stopping by, and um, I, I have a safe trip. Thank you, Dan. See you soon. Today we're talking about the Electronic Design Market Data Report that was just released. MI and the Electronic System Design Alliance collect data for almost all of the electronic design automation companies in the world and compile it by product category and region of the world where the sales occurred. It's the most reliable data for the EDA industry and provides insight into what design tools and IP are in highest demand around the world. Wally, do the results, what do the results say for the fourth quarter of 2022? 